Hello, amazing parents. This is the first full episode of Single Mother Overnight Homeschooler, and it's based on a conversation that I had today. It comes out of an innocent interaction with a taxi driver, and we are going to address a question Should I allow fear to hold me back? Stay tuned. Let's dive right in. So I have a story to share. This afternoon, on my way home, the taxi driver, and he has two girls, one in primary school or in lower school and one in secondary school or in high school. So I was just asking, you know, how are the girls? Are they excited to go back to school? And in conversing, I mentioned how much I really want to work with parents and help those who need the capabilities to help the children online. And I was asking him for ideas, you know, how do I attract these parents? How do I meet them? How do I make what I'm offering so attractive that they'll say, yes, I'm interested. You know, I really need the help. And he revealed something to me that I took for granted, to be honest. So I'm really happy that our paths crossed today. And I'm really happy. And what he said was, from his experience, there are a number of people. He was speaking about other fathers who are struggling with reading and writing so they are what the world would define as illiterate. But that's not very accurate eh? because there are different types of literacy skills that can be obtained. You can be financially literate. You can be media literate. You know, there are different types of literacy. However, he said, you know, he would have had an experience where somebody sent him a text. And in his word, it was like Morris Code. He could not tell what they were trying to say. He did not understand. Like it, it wasn't words. I'm not. I'm not trying to trivialize this. I'm not trying to make fun of it either. The message. It was a message, but it was not legible. And he said that though there are persons who need this kind of help that I'm offering. They are those who will not come forward because it is embarrassing to admit that as an adult, and he was speaking from a male perspective, it's embarrassing to admit out loud, I cannot read. And when he told me that, picture somebody in that position and being vulnerable and actually saying and admitting i cannot read so what he was saying is as an alternative you have fathers and i'm sure their mothers like this too it's possible they're females like this but he was saying that they have fathers so instead of admitting i need help i need to learn to read and write so i can better enable my children Instead of doing that, they would pass on the responsibility to another relative, to somebody else. Let somebody else deal with this. And I was like, wow, I took that for granted. I took that for granted that 
fear of ridicule, fear of being vulnerable, fear of embarrassment is real. And there are persons who would choose to hide their insecurities instead of facing them and saying, you know what, I need help. And I'm going to ask until I find it. If you are listening and you find yourself in such a position where you do not have the capabilities to read and write and you are scared to actually admit that, I'd like to share something with you, something I've learned, something I've heard. It has not been my personal experience, but I've heard about it. I've heard about parents right here in Trinidad and Tobago who would have been illiterate. But they had such a desire for their children to have a better standard of living. And they saw education as a tool in this case it was formal education but i strongly believe that education is both informal and formal learning happens anywhere everywhere life is a classroom but nonetheless getting back to the story these persons would have taken the necessary steps to ensure that their children got the formal education that they weren't privy to and in some cases, they would have found an instructor and this person may have lived some distance from them. And their children would have moved in to that home. Because these are times when transportation was not as easy as it is now. These are times when money was not as easy to come by as it is now. So these persons decided, you know what? We know what we cannot do. We cannot read. We cannot write. But what can we do? And that put their minds in a different gear. And now they moved from looking at their limitations to looking at how they can accomplish their goals. And they did in fact do that. These children would have gone to school and they would have pursued what was esteemed as great careers. And things like that. Being a doctor... Those were as esteemed as one at one point before we had so many other explosions in different areas where persons use their skills for different things to earn income. So getting back to the story, these persons got resourceful. I've heard this so many times in training for business. Being resourceful. I've heard somebody say, you know, money is never the issue. It is about being resourceful. So they started thinking differently. What can we do to get this done? So today, I'd like to encourage you to write down on a piece of paper 10 things, if you get to 10, that make you feel that you are unable or limited or feel inferior when it comes to helping your child with their school and on the other side of the paper after you finish that write down 10 ways you can help them so we're going to look at the things that make us feel we cannot fear 
physical limitations, lack of money, lack of encouragement from spouse, from partner, from family members, poor living conditions, whatever it is, whatever. I don't know your situation. Only you know that. So write it down. And on the other side, write down what you can do. What can I do? Perhaps I can ask a question and I can ask somebody who is capable. And if they do not have the answer, I can ask them, so where do you think I should look? So who do you think I should contact? So can you give me any advice at all? Sometimes what that does is like create a ripple effect. Okay, you didn't give me that information, but you might know somebody else. And then I pursue that lead. And then they may not know, but they're able to tell me, you know, if you look on this website, you'll find X, Y, and Z. And I said, thank you. And I go on the website and I find what I'm looking for. Or I find more or I find less. The point is, we have to start somewhere. What I'd like for you to take away from this, if nothing else, is that our thinking can limit us. Our fear can limit us. But when we start looking at what we can do versus what we can't do. So our brains move from that gear that says I am stuck or we're not making any progress to a different gear that allows us to be in motion again, to move again so that we can go forward. Because if we're not going forward, then we're staying stagnant. And the entire world is moving and essentially we'll be left behind. So we don't want that. We want to make steps forward. Even if it's baby steps, we're still moving. We have to do this and let us do it together. Instead of doing it by yourself, why not join me as I guide you through the process? The pleasure has been mine to be with you this afternoon and I thank you so much for allowing me into your space, into your cars, into your homes, wherever you would have listened to this. If this episode has been a blessing to you, could you please connect with me? You can find me on Facebook. I am Josanne Jackson Quashi. Or you can send me an email at semovenow at gmail.com. That's S-E-M-O-V-E-N-O-W at gmail.com. I'm excited to read your messages. I'm excited to hear how this has impacted you. And if it hasn't and you can tell me what I can do to improve, I am open for that as well. I also need to grow. Hello. So until next time. Take care and continue to be absolutely amazing.